All right, welcome to the Dre and Smiley, the Inner Circle Podcast, Wellness Wednesdays. So when I think of wellness, Smiley, I think about all that it encompasses, our mental health, physical health, uh, spiritual health, etc. So in terms of being staying healthy, um, for you, Smiley, what, what does that look like for you in terms of staying healthy? What, what do you do? Wow. You know, it's two things I think I do is... is uh, we mentioned on a previous pod, I met you by doing push-ups. I, I started a, a push-up virtual, virtual push-up session. I was, my buddy who was getting married, he asked me to be in the wedding and he wanted me to get in shape. So I was doing push-ups. But now, since I've done two years during the pandemic of push-ups for physical wellness, I do a lot of walking. Um, mm. I, I work from home. I travel a lot. But when I'm not traveling, I, I sit in my office and sit there for eight hours a day. I'll just get out and walk around the neighborhood, walk up and down the river walk here in Tampa for two, three hours just to take in the atmosphere. And it helps me to think about something else. So I enjoy that more than the push-ups. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. So. I'm glad you touched on working from home and, and what you do to kind of break the monotony of sitting at a desk for eight hours you know during covid i saw a number of people who went from leaving their house going to an office um leaving the office going out for lunch um and probably a one or two more stops before coming back home to completely flipping the script and just going from their bedroom to their desk or table wherever they work from to the kitchen to that desk back to the kitchen and then somewhere else to sit down and watch tv and then going to bed that you know it's i mean for me it's it's inconceivable that i could sit down in one place for an extended period because i don't know that my mental health could handle it i don't know my physical health could handle it with you saying that you, you know, you get up and you force yourself to kind of take a walk. Well, I don't know if you force yourself, but you take a walk. And the reason is what you just said, you know, mental and physical health. I was thinking about this recently. My mental health management comes in the gym. You know, the exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm not able to, to work out, and, and I don't work out like an Olympian. I work out like an 80-year-old. You know, <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just go there. I just, I just go there. You know, put on some ten pound weights here and there. And just the movement mm-hmm. is what 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 keeps me sane. But when I'm not able to do that, um, when I'm not able to, it's it's. Um, I don't feel healthy. I don't feel healthy. Uh, aside from walking, is there anything else you do um, to kind of help? manage your, your health overall yeah you know and, and I, I want, I'm glad you mentioned the the being with the mundane of being in a house all day because the reason why I get out yeah. and force myself to walk because you get to see the elements the dogs the birds and the sun but I feel like I'm on house arrest and I've never been on house arrest but I guess yeah. I just imagine if I, I <laughs> imagine yeah, what it might be I've like. gone three days without walking out the door because I wake up, do my work wow. as a job, then go to sleep, wake up, do it again. And if I'm not traveling, right. there's no reason for me to walk out the door. So I was like, hey, this is not good. You yeah. need to walk. Get your butt out the house. Yeah. I felt like my mother back in the day, she would say, leave the house and be home before the street lights come on. 
But we had to get out the house. We yeah, she didn't right. care where we were during the day. Right. As long as we was back by the street lights. Right. So, but <laughs> but another thing yeah. I do is I have this electric yeah. bike, and I have a couple bikes. Um, sometimes I just grab a regular manual bicycle and pedal around the neighborhood, shoot the breeze with my neighbors. Mm-hmm. Other times I jump on my electric bike. Bike it goes like. 27 miles on a charge and I'll just zip around Tampa, put on my little helmet and just make new friends or look at people because I get a lot of joy. Sometimes I sit on a bench and just walk people, watch people walk by just to decompress because I'm not thinking about the job. I'm not thinking about the family. I'm just watching the water. and, And that's, that's therapeutic to me because your mind is always racing and, on one of our podcasts, it's not. We had uh, Dr. Tweedy, and I think he said, just slow down and mm. just let your mind rest if you could stop your mind from just thinking. Mm-hmm. And, and so I try to incorporate some of the things he said. Yeah, you know, it's, 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 it's interesting. So like Dr. Tweedy, um, we had another uh, mental health professional. I'm sure you'll remember uh, Dr. Williamson. Mm-hmm. And I think he posed the question to her, how... What, what ways do you suggest um, we can implement to kind of keep our mental health intact? And one of the ways is connecting with others, mm-hmm. right? And that's something I hadn't thought about. But if I go back even further, I remember going to a conference and there was this really wealthy guy, probably in his late 70s, who looked pretty healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, Seemed, you know, I'm not a mental health professional, but his mental health seemed to be intact. And one of the stories he shared is that part of his daily routine was to walk. And each week he meets up with his friends and they just get together and just talk. They just, you know, how is everybody doing? How's the family doing? And on Sundays, there's a... Um, a, a, a unique meeting he has at a, uh, at a restaurant here. I say unique because there's an individual who, uh, a special needs individual that he initially met at the restaurant and befriended and since then weekly when they're able to, they meet up there. And I was thinking about, you know, back then, probably 10 years ago, I was thinking like, you know, how does, how does that impact one's life, right? Having those friends, that friend mm-hmm. group that you connect with on a regular basis, um, having um, kind of being selfless on a regular basis, mm-hmm. uh, showing gratitude in your selflessness, and just kind of exercising. And it, it, it didn't hit me fully until Dr. Williamson, Dr. Mm-hmm. Tweedy that we had on, kind of talked about how all those things, you know, uh, positively impacts your mental health. Um, and, and, and tell me this, Smiley. I've heard pe- different people say that gratitude, like showing gratitude on a regular basis, um, also does a huge part in, in, you know, allowing you to stay focused and centered and, and that sort of thing. Have you ever he- heard people talk about that, that, the importance of showing gratitude? Uh, and, and if so, what, what have you heard? Well, I experience it because appreciation, gratitude, 
you, my grandmother used to say you get so much more with sugar than shit. Ah, so I love it. I love know, it. Just, if you, if you share with people you, that you genuinely, you don't want to be fake, but if you genuinely appreciate and you're grat- grateful for the mm. things that you, others, you can do for others or others have done for you, that compounds mm. immensely through the universe. I, I believe in karma and all that good stuff. So you, you just mm-hmm. appreciate someone and, and thankful for whatever or grateful for whatever they've done or you've done for them, it comes back tenfold. Yeah. So, and, and, and it for all sure. starts with, sure. you know, like say for you, what, what do you do? Do you, do you walk, you play basketball? What do you do to make your, you know, when you yeah. need to just mentally decompress, you mentioned the weights, but what else yeah. would you do? Do you run? Do you bicycle swim? Yeah. Great question. So for me, you know, and I was thinking about this recently, some people, in terms of their um, mental health, the care that they give themselves, especially a lot of women I know, they go get massages on a weekly basis or they, you know, manicures, pedicures. Most guys, it's kind of, eh, that's not a good use of my time or money. Mm-hmm. And so for me, um, as I mentioned earlier, you touched on is the gym, but also about uh, five, seven years ago, I bought a bicycle. And I'll tell you this, I don't know who, I don't know anyone who's like really like went in to buy like a nice bike, but it's it's a chore, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, initially, initially yeah. I went into Walmart and I was like, oh, this bike seems nice. It fits good and all that sort of thing. Uh, I, I was fortunate enough to have a coworker that as a cyclist and she, you know, she's the one who puts on the, the, the latex or whatever it's called, stretch, you know, the suits. You know, mm-hmm. with the cleats and all that type of thing. I have no idea what these terms are called. Please don't. Yeah. <laughs> for those listening, don't, don't get mad at me because I have no idea what the, the correct terms are. But she, she said, well, well, Dre, listen, let me encourage you to get fitted for a bike, right? It's a whole new experience from just buying a bike in terms of the ride quality. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, you know, I'm, I come from a working class group of uh, uh family people you know we don't we don't spend lots of money on stuff like that but i said okay i'll check it out so we took a couple different bike shops and they told me you know what to look for the seat the height that type of thing ended up buying buying a a decent bike um and dude i'm gonna tell you smiley once i got on that thing i was riding all the time i mean multiplying multiple times a week uh and the feeling i you know i'd be gone for you know for two hours or so. Sometimes I'd ride 10 miles. Um, but the feeling is just, it, it's, it's identical to what you mentioned earlier. Being out away from the, the, uh, uh, the, the, the distractions of work or life in general and just listening to the, the birds chirp, you know, seeing the, the, the uh, leaves change colors. I know that's, uh, that's all sounds corny or whatnot, but just, you're right, man. I had the same feeling that you had when you were walking, just kind of just the freedom. And what's interesting is that it's amazing the types of ideas and things that come to mind mm-hmm. um, when you're just away. You, know, you just kind of turn it off and you're just away. And, and so, yeah, so to come full circle to answer your question in terms of things I do, bike ride, I also walk. And then, like you mentioned earlier, uh, the gym, uh, those are some of the things I do to help, you know, Keep, keep my mental health intact. When, when you look at your, you started the conversation with spiritual, mental, and physical. 
do you feed yeah. all three realms or do you get that working out helps you with all three of those spiritual, mental, physical? That's a oh, smiley. You hit me with the, with the good ones, man. So that's a great question too. So, um, so I, I, I think Dr. Williamson, who was on the podcast mm-hmm. mentioned this, how, you know, it's all interconnected, right? Mm-hmm. And so you have to approach it with a sense of synergy, right? And so you can't just say, at least, you know, generally speaking, I can't just say, oh, I'm going to pray every day and expect, you know, to have low cholesterol, you know, and high endurance when I'm walking, things like that. I can't just ride my bike every day and expect that my, my spirit's intact and that sort of thing. So uh, I, I try to approach it with a sense of, you know, synergy in whatever way that, that happens to, to unfold. I will say this. I don't have a plan written out as a, in terms of how I approach these things, but I just try to develop habits, right, that feed each of these things, and those habits lead to success. So, for example, you know, um, you know, being mindful to read and practice things that support uh, my spiritual development uh, on a regular basis, making sure that I have a good understanding of not how not to overdo it when it comes to the walks, the bike riding, the exercises. And then I touched on, you know, the importance of the connection, connecting with others. Uh, if I can connect with others and leverage these areas, you know, spirit, spiritual, mental, and health, um, while I'm connecting with others, that's like the win-win for everybody, you know. Um, there have been times when, you know, I've gone on a retreat, you know, a spiritual retreat, where we do exercises and things. Obviously, that's, you know, it's a no-brainer. You're hitting everything. Other times, I'm, when I came down to hang out with you uh, in Tampa for the incredible party that you threw, never been to a party bigger or better than that. Uh, the food was like endless, by the way. <laughs> from, from a health perspective, that probably wasn't the best thing for me to do, but I ate as much as I could. <laughs> yeah, so the, the connection with, you know, meeting all these new people and people that, you know, that I already knew, um, those are the different ways that I tried to, to feed all three of them. No, oh, that's that's incredible. I mean, I, it's, it's the Joe Scott said, one of the podcast people, mental health is almost at a crisis state. There's suicides yeah. outnumber homicides three to one. And, and I, I, never, I never thought about that. But when you take in the gravity of that stat, that's a lot of mental people just crying out for help and, and so I'm trying to keep my mental state strong and secure so I can help others yeah. who may be there for need. Let me ask you a question, Smiley, before we wrap up here. For those that are listening to the podcast and are struggling, mm-hmm. um, not sure how to even start with trying to you know, create a better balance as it relates to their mental health, their physical health, do you have any suggestions for them? Or I, what would you I, say? After we had the, the various doctors and psychiatrists on, I would say seek seek professional help. And it's no there's no shame in getting professional help. Or if you if you can't afford the professional help, speak to your friends and family members that you can just open up or because there's help out here. And maybe whatever you're encountering, your friend or cousin already went through that and has some ideas because it's not as bleak nor as dire as we always think it may be. Because in that moment, it seems like the world's, the wall's crumbling down, but you reach out and speak to someone. And, and I think you hit it before. 
men, we we don't really ask for help because it, it's a sign of weakness. But I think it's a true sign of strength. If you're struggling, yeah, help, ask for help. Or if you need to do a thousand push-ups to deal with that frustration or, you know, let it out or write a journal mm. and stick it in a bottle, throw it in a, in a lotion. You know, I'm not telling you to litter, yeah. but get it out of your system and share it with someone. But get that help. I mean, you yeah. can find a friend in Zimbabwe on the internet. They'll never meet you. Share your ideas, ideas. share your problems with that person afar just so you can yeah. get some perspective. And on average, I find most human beings on this planet, they want to help each other. I mean, we, the news and social media sure. show all the bad. But by and large, most people, it's hard to find the bad guy. You can find them, but you got to find them out. You'll find 10 good people to one bad, in my experience. And I travel all the time. I don't, every now and then I see this crazy person, not crazy, let's say politically correct, evil spirited person. But on average, I meet a lot yeah. of good people. So reach for out. Sure. I love that. The only thing I would add is um, for everyone out there that has a friend, check on your friend. Let them know you're there for them. 